Welcome to a new episode of Last Week at Enzyme, a short and crisp view at what we worked on over the last few days. Sit back and don't forget to subscribe. What is up? We are going right in. This is Leonard with what happened last week and what's coming next week. So last week, a few things happened. We finished a pretty large feature that was heavily requested. Session timeouts are now configurable, finally. Um, this sounds like a small thing, but it actually it's one of those things that kind of cuts through the entire stack. Uh, so this... This was not a quick thing to build, but it's now supported. So there is a global setting for super administrators and organization administrators, and um, as well as individual settings for each tenant. And you can now configure all session timeout types. That is, there is a total session timeout. The user is locked out after that time, no matter what. Default is 12 hours on that one. Then there is the inactivity timeout. That is where the user is locked out if they have not been using the web interface for this long. Do note that having the web interface open does count as activity. There is a regular check in the background that runs no matter if you are clicking or not. And uh, that means that clicks simply don't matter, which means that if the uh, web interface is open, you will not run into the inactivity timeout. And the default on that one is 15 minutes. And then there is the MFA timeout, the multi-factor authentication timeout. That is how long a user has to enter their MFA token. Default is five minutes and it actually shows you a little countdown on the MFA page as well. Then there were some bug fixes in this connection monitoring. That is the one of the large features that we did release with the previous alpha release. Nothing critical, um, but a few bug fixes there. Those will be in the release notes in more detail. And as we already discussed last week, work has now started on MAC address context. Basically, you'll be able to give any MAC address in Enzyme a description. So you could take a MAC address and call it access point main floor or voice over IP phone reception. And that's my dog. There's someone. Well, we did not have an appearance of Miller in the last episodes. Uh, she's currently very angry. Probably it's someone who's walking on the street. Uh, anyways, uh, you can so you could take a MAC address and call it access point main floor or voice over IP phone reception, and Enzyme will always annotate that address with that information. So uh, this is all about context. Uh, if you only see a MAC address, that does often not tell you very much. Even though I can tell you that the MAC addresses in my house and in the office, um, I've seen so many times now that that I kind of imply this context. I'll just know what it is. But in most environments, you won't because you're not staring at it uh, six, seven, eight hours every day. So uh, in the future, some of that information could even be gathered by Enzyme itself or provided by external systems. So think about wireless management APIs, cloud APIs, or even DHCP for Ethernet. And besides giving those MAC addresses a name, you will also be able to leave a longer description and even full text nodes to share as much intelligence as possible. And we are going to have uh, very nice little overlays and, and ways to access this information very, very quickly. Um, I hope we're going to have some screenshots on that in the next 
few days, hopefully. And this type of system will be extended into the Ethernet functionality. So think like uh, domain name context or IP address context and how external feeds can extend that. I'm, I'm really excited about what that opens after this manual entry of names that we're building now, um, because there's, I think there's much more coming and this is going to be the underlying architecture for a lot of things in the future. And also, we moved our Mastodon server from mastodon.social to our own server. If you already follow Enzyme on the Fediverse or Mastodon, there is nothing to do because all the follows moved with it automatically. It actually worked really, really nice and, and, and really, really well. It's a good job by uh, the people who write that software. And we moved it because eventually we'll be selling some things and we don't want to go against the mastodon.social server rules. Um, those are volunteer run. Uh, we have been donating to it, but it feels like this is the right thing to do. And on top of that, this gives us some more freedom and I think we can do more things. So we also introduced some additional accounts on it. There's the issues account, which is a real-time feed of new Enzyme GitHub issues. That's kind of I would say medium kind of activity levels on that one. Then there's releases, which has all enzyme releases the moment they're published. And then there's also, and this is very high activity, and I think for everyone who really want to go hardcore on this, is the Comets release, uh, Comets release, the Comets account, which has every single commit that goes uh, into the enzyme GitHub repository. So if you want to do that, knock yourself out. Uh, that's going to be a lot of stuff, though. We did that just for the sake of completeness. And um, I think that's it for this week. So don't forget to subscribe. Tune back in next week. And I think we're going to have much, much more information on the uh, context stuff that I talked about earlier. So stay tuned and thank you. And that's it for today's episode. If you have any questions or comments, please always, always, always get involved in our Discord or on Mastodon or on Twitter. There are so many channels out there. There's GitHub. There's a bunch of ways to get in contact with us. We love to have these discussions also in public, but there's also ways to reach out to us in private. So we're looking forward to hearing from you and we'll see you very soon.